Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. Every once in a while, I like to meet with industry professionals and talk about what's going on in the industry. Today, I brought on Crane's Vice President of Global Energy Solutions, George Schutte. Welcome to Coffee with Crane, George. How are you? Uh, doing, doing pretty good, Joseph. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely fabulous, actually. Uh, how how you been the past few months? Uh, you know, I think like everybody else, trying, trying to lay low, trying to stay appropriate, social distance, you know, even as we kind of return to work here, uh, you know, I, I think uh, just trying to do what's right for our community and for ourselves and keep the family safe. Right on. Well said, sir. Well, let's dive in. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. First off, George, can you give us an overview of how the energy sector is doing in general? Well, I think that, you know, the energy sector, well, first of all, was, you know, already in uh, somewhat of a, of a little bit of a downward slump before all of this started. But certainly we've been hard hit. I think there's been no shortage of information in the news. And, you know, the gap between supply and demand has been huge. And you know, I do think it's a very acute problem and that it will solve itself as we start to get back to work for the most part. But uh, but but certainly, you know, we see a lot of contracts getting canceled, you know, a very significant economic effect on on our clients and on the on the industry in general. So, uh, you know, most clients today have scaled back significantly their capital expenditures. And, uh, you know, and now we're kind of on a path to try to rein in some of the operational expenditure, you know, as well as to find ways to be more efficient and, uh, you know, more uh, consistent stewards of their capital. So when do you think we're going to get back to normal? Just gaze into your crystal ball and, and predict the future for us. Well, I guess if we if we think about the future from that perspective, the first thing is what is normal. I, I don't think that today, since we're still somewhat in the middle of a crisis and, you know, looking at reinvigoration of that crisis in, in some parts of the world and you know as the season change expected more that we really don't know what exactly is normal so so i do think it's a multi-year path or multi-year multi process that we're going to deal with but you know if you think about the, the context of the oil industry and with the you know with the operators themselves who i consider to be you know, i like to call them the fountain from which all money flows you know, their capital decisions their capital plans are what drive the industry you know, these are very long range very long-term thinking companies and they're, they're planning their business 15 to 25 years in the future, where in many businesses you're looking at point of sale or in the case of ours, month, quarter, and you know, year on the outset. And uh, you know, there's, there's it's a little bit of a gap there, I think, in, in terms of uh, in terms of focus, so to speak, and that, you know, this would, in the context of a 25 year deal, the last three months are going to blip, I guess I would say. So, so I'm still pretty, pretty bullish on the industry. You know, I believe it comes back. We still have very high demand for hydrocarbons. The fact is that alternatives do not exist today, you know, to oil and petroleum products, or at least not in such mass that they could be globally applicable. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, one of the things that's getting cut back is in capital expenditure is research and development and some of the, um, in, in some of the more, you know, capital infrastructure, that kind of thing. And those alternatives are going to be some of the first places or non-core businesses that are going to get hit by that, uh, you know, by that scale back. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I think we're a long way from uh, you know solving that issue so they have a, a much further view of things and uh so this like you said this is just going to be a blip to them uh what do you think is going to drive that robust recovery you think well i mean clearly uh depending on what sector of the business you're in you know on the downstream side you know obviously consumer demand and that uh and consumer demand is significant everywhere but you know i mean the number one driver is clearly the price of oil which has suffered uh you know distinguishedly uh, over the last months even here at wti futures going negative at one point at one day which caused a you know a massive panic but I think that return to significant consumer demand or consumption may, maybe is a better way to put it 
uh, obviously we need to burn off the inventories that have been built up. And uh, that is starting to slowly happen already, but certainly it's not uh, there yet. I, I think equilibrium is you know, predicted for somewhere in the middle of the third quarter. But you know, we also should bring you know, demand in line with supply at that point. And you know, demand basically should outstrip supply you know, through, through the end of the year. George, now that things are so different in the world, what trends are you seeing today in the industry? Well, I, I think to keep those, you know, in the context of freight forwarding, logistics, supply chain management, which is our core business, I think that we are seeing some pretty, uh, you know, significant trends. So, so the first one of those is, you know, view to outsourcing. So how do we shed some of those non-core components, non-core functions, you know, to, to work, you know, vertically across the operation that we need to achieve, but, you know, to, to find good, solid partners that may be more capitally efficient, more operationally efficient, or from that perspective, even have a more you know focused infrastructure. I mean, oil and gas companies are good at extracting hydrocarbons, and and from a supply chain perspective, or from a supplier perspective, you know, they also have their core competence being building valves, or in our case, logistics, supply chain management, warehouse operations, with uh, whatever it may be. So, so a real view to outsourcing. I think that's the first thing. Uh, the other thing to be very cost focused, cost cost controlled. I mean, I, I think the mantra for quite a while was to be more efficient stewards of capital. So, how do we cut out waste, how do we drive down our cost basis and with, the, with the lower price of oil, which basically means a lower return on investment, then uh, somehow costs all of a sudden start to become important and start to play a big role in a lot of our decision making. And then uh, finally, I think, um, you know, we talk a lot about industry consolidation. So how do we, how do we ensure that we have, uh, you know, a finite number of suppliers or a less than number of suppliers so easier to manage, easier to control, that can provide us the right technology inputs that we need to have and then on, on top of that are you know competent to provide the service we need on a, on a global basis so so i think you know limiting the number of suppliers i guess is what I'm getting at. george we're client advocates what should our clients be concerned about for the future state of logistics and supply chain well i think today those things are many not the least of which are you know some of the political issues some of the economic issues that are going on i think today we see uh, really all over the world, but obviously, you know, very highlighted very much or exacerbated very much here in the United States, a lot of social issues. So how does, you know, how does technology apply? I mean, you know, again, from the virus, you know, the, the problems of capacity, capacity management, when it shakes out what carriers are going to be left and at what scale are they still going to operate, be it on the ocean side or the air side. Um, you know, I, I think one very big thing that for the oil industry in particular is you know, uh, not afraid of owning assets, so to speak, but perhaps that asset-based methodology is not the best methodology going forward. So in, in our industry, in freight forwarding logistics, you know, it's it's standard that we're NAB or non-asset-based organizations. So we, we're very accustomed, you know, to working with several providers and really doing performance management as opposed to heavy capital expenditure. So I think the oil industry has to take a view to that too. I mean, there, there are certain core functions where you need to have your own assets, your own inputs. But then I also think that having a good mix of assets, of non-assets, essentially being having uh, access to all assets that are available in the market, I, I think is, is probably a pretty good strategy. And then the, the other big thing I think that will be coming is that reduction in footprint. So, you know, how, how do I, you know, back to that outsourcing model, so to speak. So, so how do I, you know, keep my footprint how do I keep the infrastructure that I require to run my operation, but then also shed some of the liability of that that I carry on my balance sheet to shed some of the operational expenditure I have for it and to allow uh, 
and to allow a good outsourced partner that, that has the right technology, the right process, and a proven competence and experience to manage that aspect of my business. And, and I guess, again, narrowing back to focusing on that core part of the business, what is my core competence and where do I really make my money as opposed to spending. Well said, George. Thanks so much. Look, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time for this episode of Coffee with Crane, but I wanted to thank you for coming on and sharing all this with us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, my cup of mud needs a warm-up, so I'm going to go take care of that right now, and uh, I'm going to look forward to seeing all of you back here for another Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now. Mm-hmm.